Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to On The Podcast, a short episode format podcast to give you something to do while you do your business on the pot. Or maybe you need to get your tires rotated. Huh. Yeah, I do that like every six months. I don't. (laughs) Good news is the tire store is close to you. Yeah. Drop off your car. You can take a stroll back to your home and finish up whatever you need to do while you wait for them to rotate your tires. And on that stroll, you might as well put on an episode, learn something, and take care of your car. And hopefully it's not 100 degrees or raining. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still walking in that. I don't want to wait in that tire store. No way. I like the smell of tires. Is that weird? Yes. Eh. (laughs) I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Hey, Liz. Hey, Katie. What are we talking about today? Katie, I heard about this uh, UFO sighting that happened out in Vegas. Oh. Like maybe last week or something. No, I think it was about a month ago. It was oh, in May. I have not heard about this. Yeah. I love alien sightings, though. Ooh. I love hearing out about them. I love seeing the videos, if there is video. Yeah. 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 I mean, we have hinted at aliens on this podcast many many times yeah we haven't really talked about them and now we're doing it now twice. we're doing it <laughs> uh, 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 uh. so i wanted to i wanted to get into um the what is kind of considered the very first abduction on record um stupidly i don't think i actually know what this story is so i'm excited yeah yeah so it happened to our friends Barney and Betty Hill. Oh, I was going to say Barney and Betty Rubble. Mm, maybe. <laughs> but maybe. the Hills. Okay, cool. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> they lived in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Barney was a United States Postal Service worker, and Betty was a social worker. What year was this? Did you tell me already? No, I have not. Oh, okay, I'm cool. giving you background. <laughs> <laughs> they were an interracial couple and uh, members of the NAACP. So on September 19th, 1961, they were driving back from vacation in Niagara Falls in Montreal. Mm -hmm. They were just south of Lancaster, New Hampshire, when Betty spotted a bright light in the sky um, that was kind of moving between the moon and Jupiter. Oh, okay. Uh, And the moon is in the seventh hour, and Jupiter (laughs) lies with Mars. I'm feeling it. (laughs) This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Okay. Okay, bright light in the sky. Bright light in the sky. Moving between me and And, Jupiter. Yeah, and so she's trying to justify it, she's trying to reason it, and so she goes, it's got to be a shooting star, or what she calls a falling star. Uh-huh. However, it's moving up. Oh. <laughs> so it's like a launching star at this point. Physics, Betty, physics. Yes. Confused. She convinces Barney to stop the car and take a closer look and mm-hmm. also to walk the dog. And they're looking through binoculars. Um, and, and Betty sees what looks like a weird shaped craft. And her sister had talked about seeing a UFO. Oh. So she's like, I think this is a UFO. Oh. Barney takes a look through the binoculars. He thinks it's just a plane. That's heading from Montreal to Vermont. Yeah. But then suddenly changes that thought because it's descending too quickly. It always seems to be that um, spacecraft, alien spacecraft move in sporadic 
ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not non human, non th- non human built craft ways that we're used to. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a little all over the place. Yeah. Um. So you know they they keep driving on this isolated road. They're watching the craft in the sky. It's moving erratically. Then it descends rapidly towards their car. And so Barney decides, okay, we've got to stop the car because it's basically oh, it's coming, coming at us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's got a, his pistol in his pocket. He leaves He leaves the car and he starts approaching the UFO. And he's got the binoculars too. And he claims that he can see 11, humanoid, uh, 11 humanoids peering out of the craft window at him. <laughs> as much as I believe in aliens, this seems too specific you have to be specific <laughs> <laughs> okay keep going how just close like, was this thing to them does it uh, say i don't know how close it was from the car but he clearly had to like take some binoculars to see through the spacecraft window <laughs> yeah okay i mean it's still up in the air it's still flying it's it's hovering them. It's yeah hovering. it's hovering at this okay. point yeah uh and and, and after some time, the craft then hovers uh, about 50 to 80 feet above their car. Ooh. Yeah. Close. Yes. So they eventually arrive home at dawn, and they start to experience some strange sensations and impulses. Mm. Yeah. Missing time. Their watch never, their watches never work again. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the binocular strap is torn. The toes of Barney's shoes are scuffed. Um, you know, they, they tried to reconstruct what happened uh-huh. in, in, when they ran into this craft and every time that they started to talk about what happened, there'd be a buzzing noise and their memory would start to get fractured. It's like Havana syndrome, yes. Yes. but aliens, yeah. which we, Ooh, ah, Ooh. Okay. I'm into yeah. it. I like it. I know. <laughs> so 10 days after their, uh, encounter, Betty has these vivid dreams for five straight days Mm -hmm. and this dream keeps being she's being walked into the forest by these short men these short men looking people like they have black hair they're dressed in what would kind of look like a military outfit they've got you know human-ish eyes human-ish lips prominent nose but they have grayish skin I don't think I've ever heard of an alien description with hair. No? No. You haven't listened to enough alien descriptions. <laughs> They're always bald. Mm-mm. No. There's like, there's small grays, there's there's tall grays, there's, you know, all sorts of different ones, but yeah. Yeah. So same dream over and over and over. Yeah. And in this dream, Barney is behind her and she's calling out to him, but he's he appears to be in some sort of trance and he's not having the dream too. He's not having the dream. So she has these dreams for five straight days and then they stop. So eventually, you know, the story comes out and, um, a military, a military member overhears it. And so he decides he's going to practice hypnosis on the Hills to see if they can recall anything Uh through his hypnosis. He recalls running to the car after he's seen the craft and that's when the strap on the binocular break breaks. Uh-huh. Um, so he gets to the car, he starts driving, but he's compelled to pull into the woods. And when he pulls into the woods, he sees six men just standing in the dirt road. 
Men or men. the same men. Men air men quotes. quotes. Men air quotes. <laughs> and so he gets out, and he's more or less asked to close his eyes. By the men. Yes. Okay. And these beings often stared directly into his eyes, which he claimed was terrifying and mesmerizing. Ooh. Um, and that he he couldn't really understand what they were saying. It sounded like mumbled communication, but Betty. Betty claimed that she heard them speaking English, mm-hmm. uh, but it but to him it felt like they weren't speaking to him; that they were in his brain, like it was tele- telepathy. Yeah, telepathy. Yeah. Uh, and then Betty's Betty's dreams were similar, or Betty's hypnosis was similar recounts of of what she had in her dreams. Uh, but you know, time and time again, their stories were consistent with each other. Oh. <laughs> so. The other thing, too, was that Betty had removed her clothes after after returning home, took mm-hmm. a nap, and after she woke up, um, she went to look at her clothes, and the dress, her dress was torn, and there was, like, a pinkish powder on her clothes. Oh. Yeah, so she hung them up, and then the, the powder kind of blew away. But she had... Then she th- went to go throw away the clothes, and then she was like, no, this is probably important. So she, she handed them over for testing, and yeah. nothing really came of that. And I would also mention, too, that... Remember they arrived home at dawn. Uh huh. The the timeline from the drive from Montreal back home wouldn't have gotten them home at dawn. So there is this like yeah, man, it obviously took time. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. So really interesting stuff. Eventually they go back on to just living a normal life. But from that, you know, there were books written about them. There were um, obviously news articles. It inspired X Files. Um, it, it inspired X Files episodes movies, all that fun stuff. And uh, at the time, it it essentially led to a whole bunch of other abduction stories, abduction encounters that came public. So they were kind of the first. The first, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking they were probably just the first to like come forward about it because other people thought like, oh, I'm going to be viewed as crazy. Yeah. So that's the story of, of Betty and Barney Hill and the first <laughs> recorded alien abduction in New Hampshire. United States. <laughs> I always, this is kind of a weird uh, side thought, but it, it goes along with it. Um, you know, when you're like looking at petroglyphs <laughs> and mm-hmm. there's like alien looking figures mm-hmm. in the petroglyphs, like this has been going on since the beginning of man, don't yeah. you think? Well, you've been watching Ancient Aliens, but yeah, I think so. I mean... <laughs> Like, and again, I don't think that Betty and Barney Hill's abduction story is the most interesting one out there. I've read a lot of them. There's Mm -hmm. some really, really interesting, weird ones. Like (laughs) the guy in Brazil, I think, who has like a full-blown relationship with an alien for several years. But, um, but, but I, but I do think it's interesting because of the effect that it had like on pop culture and then people coming forward Uh and all that. Fun stuff. So yeah, I, I, aliens have been around forever, um, and and Barney and Betty were brave enough to tell their story. Yeah, thanks, Barney and Betty. You you started. Yeah, but dabba doo, man. Okay, thanks, Liz. You're welcome. So what's that inside my body? Probes. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit lots of knowledge and lots of probes. Yeah, and a little bit of knowledge. Cool. See you next time. Let's go.